Are you able to comfort yourself no matter what's going on? Offer yourself security and comfort and peace of mind? Well, if you haven't already figured it out, you will today. Hello, hello. It's Lara Pereka. How are you doing, my people? I hope you are great. You, individually, you. I hope that you are great. Take a deep breath. And let's relax and learn a little bit about ourselves. How do you have peace of mind no matter what is going on around you? Is it even possible? (laughs) Well, I'm about to show you how I have achieved it and helped others achieve it. And let's see if you yourself can jump on board this train that's going somewhere great with us. Are you ready? How often have you wished other people would make you feel special? I think that's probably universal. We all want to be admired and cherished by others. We long for it. That's why kids in the ghetto join gangs. That's why people in middle-class America join groups and associations and people that are like them. They, They want to feel special and included and have camaraderie, right? And how many times have you had a new idea, gotten a promotion, earned something, accomplished something, and you quickly wanted to go out and let others know? Why? Was it for some recognition? And how did that make you feel? Hmm. I remember when I became National Board Certified, uh, they did not have initially any grand ceremony for us, and I felt a little let down. I got back to my uh, work location, and in my mailbox was just a little note. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you uh, were you were National Board Certified, and we gave you Teacher of the Year Award, and this and that, or whatever. And it was like, well, thanks for noticing me. And finally, when we did have a nice reception, I got dressed up and felt oh so high and mighty. I felt so accomplished. I had worked hard for that, and it felt good having others give me recognition. But what happens when others don't give you recognition? Do you fall into the trap of feeling like, hey, I deserve it, or hey, I need it? How many entrepreneurs or CEOs do you know that really thrive on that? Perhaps their ego needs others to look at them and give them appreciation. If you are a mom, You know what the opposite of that feels like. You know what it's like to slave all day and get no appreciation. I remember saying to my ex-husband once when he came home from having lunch with a friend because there was not much business going on and God forbid he go knock on doors or pick up the phone. He had been all day watching uh, at the movies and out to lunch with a friend. Came home and I had been raising the child, doing the laundry, preparing the meals and said to him, I wish I had your life. He turned and looked at me with astonishment, like, what? And I went on, I wish I had your life. It seems so nice and easy and relaxed. Meanwhile, I've been slaving away over here. Do you ever do that? Do you ever compare yourself to someone else? Do you ever feel a little jilted like, hey, it's not fair. We should both be doing the same amount of work. Or you see someone else get the promotion or some superstar that hardly works but makes a lot of money and you say, it's not fair. Life is not fair, but there are some hacks. There are some ways you can ante up 
you can create for yourself that nirvana that you wish for, that you thrive for, that you makes you, oh, I don't know, what's the word? Gives you a reason to get out of bed in the morning, turns you on, lights your candle, <laughs> uh, rings your bells. Sometimes we feel judged by others. And sometimes, let's face it, we judge others. We do. We focus on what's out there more than we focus on what's inside. But yet we expect uh, expect others to focus on us. Hey, look at me, look at me, right? That's what little children say, look at me. (laughs) When I was an elementary school teacher and we'd be doing a play, it would always be so funny, the kids that had to get attention, they'd be like, look at me. up on the stage. And then, of course, there are the others that would just kind of fade off into the woodwork. I would say that neither is that great. It is neither great to hide uh, or really, really thrive on that attention. But when you're young, it's much more natural and appropriate. And as we get older, we can learn how to not require so much attention from others. Because here's the thing. If you're bothered by people ignoring you, if you're bothered by people focusing more on their work or their friends than they are on you, then you are the problem. You are the one who needs to grow. Hey, wait a minute. I deserve, how am I going to have self-esteem if I don't have other people giving it to me? Mm -hmm. Do you hear how silly that sounds? Let's figure out how we can do this. So if you embrace what I'm about to tell you, and it may take more than just listening once, maybe you'll listen a few times, maybe you'll go do some things and then come back and listen again. It is a process. So we don't change overnight, although sometimes we do. But for the most part, change takes time. However, when you embrace what I'm about to share with you, you become free of the traumas of the past and you stop reliving them in the present moment. Here's what I mean. Someone does you wrong in the past. Let's say it is a spouse or a girlfriend or boyfriend. You're in a new situation and something reminds you of that, pushes your buttons. Suddenly you're in defensive mode. You have to admit that trauma of your past is going to shape the way you look at the new interaction. It is, and we can be free of that, I promise you. Another is, uh, let's say you are not that comfortable with your body. When you embrace what I'm about to tell you, you will be more comfortable with your body. You won't be able to help it. You will love yourself, you will kiss yourself. You won't need someone else to give you all that attention, although you'll probably get more of it from others once you embrace this. And thirdly, you'll be more connected with in. You'll be more connected to the you, the love that's within you. Now, how can you do that? Be free of the traumas of the past, be more comfortable in your body, and be more connected to the love within. Well, I'm about to tell you how you are. Because once you do, this frees up all of those negative things that get in the way, that are coming at us from every angle, right? That get in the way of us living our best life now. Here's what happened to me. Once I discovered this, I began to feel more love and joy. 
That's right. You're probably thinking, well, love and joy come from the outside. So how can you feel love and joy, Laura, if, you know, the rent hasn't been paid, you lost your job, uh, your spouse left you, um, the economy's gone bad, there's the wrong president is in office or the wrong president is going to be in office or whatever, X, Y, Z, you name it. You might also be thinking that it's impossible, it's Pollyanna, to be so happy and delightful if things are going on outside because then how can you change anything? How can you work so hard to change things and get them the way they should be? Stick with me here. Suspend the disbelief and just be open-minded as if you're watching a movie. When you go to a movie, you don't say, hey, that couldn't ever possibly be true. I'm getting up and walking out of here. You don't. You suspend your disbelief and you watch the show as if it could really happen. <laughs> as if elephants could fly. <laughs> right? As if those things could really happen. So let's do that right now. Suspend any disbelief and just listen with an open mind. I used to think that the things outside of me were what controlled my happiness meter. That barometer that says how happy you are. Based on what was happening on the outside, I would make a decision or just naturally feel a way I would react. And most people do this. I had met a woman named Bella who was coaching me. She was doing a 21-day mindset meditation with me. And we had been working on that. We had been working on me being in touch with my inner being. Now, religious people will say it means being having a good relationship with God or Jesus or Buddha. Uh, if you're not religious, and by the way, spirituality is different from religion. Uh, to be spiritual means to be in touch with your inner guidance system. So I was working on being more in touch with my inner guidance system, and I said, Bella, I am so happy to report that when I go out in nature, automatically my barometer, my happy meter goes up. I feel great. I'm in touch. I feel spiritual. I feel connected. I can meditate. I can walk. I can hike. I can look around me and enjoy the beautiful nature and forget all my troubles. And she said, great. Now let's have you try being able to raise that happiness meter anywhere you are, while you're driving in the car, while you're in a negative situation, while you're surrounded by people that may or may not be happy or happier than you are. Doesn't matter. Try to see if you can do it wherever you are. And I said, okay, I'll try it. So the next day I was in the car and I thought, okay, how happy am I on a scale of one to 10? Hmm, I'm about a six. Let's see if I can move that to a seven. And yes, I could. This began a new little adventure for me of trying to raise my mood and my happiness at will. And let me tell you, when you get control of that, you will be delighted because it's not easy to figure it out. But once you do, man, and nothing's going to hold you back now. Nobody on the outside is going to be in control of you because you are the victor, never the victim, right? You'll be able to do that. So um, another thing that happened when I figured this out was that I became more at peace regardless of what was going on outside of me. So it's easier in the car. Nobody else is around me. Yes, I can lift my happiness barometer, move it to a higher number. But what about when things are taking place around me that are not real good? For example, last night 
I'm texting my daughter. Yes, we're in the same house. Yes, it is not that large of a house. However, this is the new millennial. This is what people do with their teenagers. <laughs> I was texting her rather than going into the other room and she texted me some back talk. Now, when you have a teenager, they know your buttons, so she knew exactly what to say to tick me off. Basically, this, these aren't the words that she texted, but this is what she was thinking inside when she texted it. She was thinking, you hurt me, I'm gonna bite you back, mom. And she sent me a nasty little text. Now, in the past, I might let that really hurt me, and to be fair, Initially, I did have a little bit of a, uh uh-oh, she's pushing my button, but I was able to immediately connect to my inner guidance system and say, ah, you can, number one, you cannot expect unconditional positive regard from any human being. You cannot. I remember learning this when I was younger and had uh, marital problems with my daughter's, my first husband, my daughter's father. I remember thinking, reading a book and realizing, oh, that's what the problem is. I expect him to always think I'm wonderful. And whenever he doesn't, it's just so hard for me. Oh no, I got to do whatever I can to make him think I'm wonderful because I don't want him to think I'm not wonderful. But when I was able to realize you cannot expect unconditional positive regard from any human being, they're incapable, they're human. They're going to be mad at you once in a while. That helped with that. Anyway, back to my daughter. She sent me the text. I started to feel a little sad, and then I immediately thought, oh, connect with your inner guidance. And here's the thing. When you're able to love yourself, if you haven't figured it out yet, that's what the secret is. Don't expect love from people outside of you to control your mood or your happiness. Have it come from within. Consider your inside, and we can spend a lot of time learning about this. Consider the you on the inside as that A child, consider yourself as a child. Would you say to a child, oh, you're nothing but trouble and come down on that child? Or would you say to the child, don't worry, honey, you are loved no matter what. Just as much as you can't help but love a little puppy in your arms or a little baby as you look at them, especially if it's your own baby or a baby in your family. Just like that, you need to learn. And once you do, you will not have any trouble with this anymore. I promise you, you need to learn how to love yourself that way. Then, no matter what's going on outside of you, you can feel peace and joy. You can feel love and admiration for yourself. And when bad things happen outside, you still can tap into your inner guidance system. You can be more attuned to your inner guidance system. And that, my friend, is where the magic happens. When you're tuned in to that inner guidance system, you learn to listen. You learn to trust yourself to figure it out. You develop more confidence so that you'll do the right actions. It's like I say to myself, everything is exactly as it's supposed to be in this moment. Think about that. When my daughter sent me a nasty text, knew what my buttons were, and I wanted to feel sad, I realized everything is exactly as it's supposed to be in this moment. Looking at it like that helps you to disengage from any negative vibes and to be able to come back to loving yourself, feeling more connected with the love within, more comfortable in your body, because we are a spirit in a body. We're not a body with a spirit. Look at your hand. You have a hand, but you are not your hand. You are using this. And so when you are within this body, you give it more slack. A little, if a little child said, oh, 
I don't like my hands, they're ugly. You would say, no, honey, your hands are beautiful. They're just what you need to do what you need to do. And you would be kind. And so be kind to yourself. Even if you, they say that the way to lose weight is to look at your body and love it. Love every square inch. I remember my husband saying that. I love every square inch of you. That makes you feel loved no matter what. But we need to take it to that next step. It can't be someone else because then what if they say, you're not skinny enough, like my ex-husband. Oh, you need to be a size six. I'm like, what? I'm five foot seven. Hmm, let's rethink this. <laughs> Maybe you need to go find a size six. <laughs> Which his sister told me, he says, I would tell my brother that if I was his wife. Anyway, um, I digress. So it's not about what someone else tells you because then when they tell you something negative or are in a bad mood, then you reflect on that negatively. So it has to be coming from you. You have to accept yourself, your body, your spirit, be connected to the love within, be more comfortable with your body, and you will become free of those traumas of the past because you will learn to love yourself and say everything is exactly as it is supposed to be at this moment. Take a deep breath Ah, and just let it out. I wish you love and joy. I wish you peace regardless what's going on around you. And if you want to be able to tune into your inner guidance system a little bit more, keep listening because we will talk much more on how you can do that so that you can live your best life now. Bye-bye.